Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, we thought we're what? We're a third of the way through the NFL season now, through six weeks of 18. We're over a third of the way through the fantasy season, almost, almost a halfway. After next week, we'll be halfway already. Figure let's look at let's look and see what the top tens look like right now. Maybe even 15. I might go by running back wide receiver of where people are positioned so far this year in stats and their point in their scoring and what's what surprises us, what's I guess no surprise at all, and what we're thinking. So I'm gonna pull up half point PPR as much as you know you people have listened before, you know my feelings, but I think half point PPR kind of um is a good middle ground, right? <laughs> it, it should make everyone not maybe happy, but not as mad as they would be based on the scoring system. But either way, we're going to talk about quarterbacks first. Quarterbacks don't even matter with that. So number one quarterback so far this year, Patrick Mahomes, for as much as, um, you know, it seems like he might not be as, he might've been struggling a little bit. Patrick Mahomes still number one. Obviously we're not shocked there, are we? We're not shocked at Josh Allen, number two, right? So one, two, Mahomes, Allen, you, if you went and paid for those guys, I think you're getting your money's worth right now. Yeah, it was a. I mean, it was kind of like the first couple of weeks. Everyone kind of started panicking. What's going to happen? You know, yep. you have one bad game, but they turned into exactly who they should, and they have these huge games that really, 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 really help a team out. Um, yep. I mean, you know, I mean, it was kind of earlier on that it was kind of like Kyler Murray, which we'll get to. But yep. um, man, Josh Allen is it's kind of like returning back to form after starting off kind of slow in the first two weeks. So they weren't bad, right. but they weren't great. Yep. And um, so that's interesting to see the the QB game has been very wild this this well, year. It is, but then it's pretty much if you look at this top it ten, has, it has evened out for sure. Nothing's going to. It's the it's the big games, not necessarily yeah. the the just steady as you go kind of deal. Yeah, nothing's really going to surprise you here. Tom Brady's three. I guess we're a little surprised there. We didn't expect Tom Brady to be number three, but he's he's dealing right now at forty four years old. He's playing awesome. Kyler Murray's number four on the year right now. Um, started out stronger, but he's still great. Jalen Hurts, number five. There we go. We um, obviously were big on Jalen Hurts before the season. And despite his flaws as an NFL quarterback, he's a great fantasy quarterback. And that's you know what all we care about. I don't care how the Eagles do in real life. No, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Here's a question because of his downside. Mm-hmm. Do you, would you try to take, uh, like, would you try to trade him? And you can, whether it be a package deal or not, would you try to trade him for someone that you feel a little more secure in, even though he has that huge upside? Yeah. He does also have that ability to, hey, at some point, what if they figure out how not to let him run on the, on the mm-hmm. goal line? What if it's a slow game, which obviously he would struggle at? Or what if they just get sick of him because they're not winning? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen when you're losing. Is there any other quarterback that you're kind of like hasn't had quite the year, but with the numbers Jalen has been putting up, he's obviously a very, you know, mm-hmm. he'd be a lucrative guy to have. So yeah, that is interesting because you never I could I can see that like nothing game happening for him, right? Yeah. I mean, Especially I don't know if you're your playoff contending yeah. fantasy team. I'm not sure what you go, I'm not sure exactly what you can get for him, but in like if somehow you could just swap him for Lamar Jackson, I'd rather have Lamar Jackson. You know, Lamar Jackson's number six on the year. Um, I'd rather have Lamar. Lamar feels safer. Lamar has that in him too, though. But I'd rather have Lamar. You got Justin Herbert at seven. 
Would you feel more comfortable with Justin Herbert? He had a really I, bad I week. Would, I think right. I, I would definitely despite, rather despite the despite last week in Stafford yeah. at eight. I'd feel I'd feel more comfortable with Stafford to be honest. As much as I like Hurts, Stafford just feels like that offense is going to roll. Stafford and Cup. I think, and then Dak's number nine. Dak's the one where I probably maybe don't do it yet. Um, now, really? especially now with his why injury, you, his injury because he has the calf injury after last week. Oh, okay. So yeah. I'm just not sure what that is yet. He's going to be on a bye, then come back. But that's that would just um, make me hesitate right now today with Dak. But I would probably rather have the three guys right behind Jalen, Lamar, Justin Herbert, Matthew or Matthew Stafford. I'd rather have them. But not to say I don't like Jalen Hurts. It's just I I feel safer with those guys. So if you look at that top right there, that top nine: Mahomes, Allen, Brady, Murray, Hurts, Jackson, Herbert, Stafford, Dak. You're not shocked. About any of this, are you? No. And then um, Kirk Cousins is number ten. That doesn't. Um, that's that's about Kirk Cousins for me. The, I guess the surprising ones become Aaron Rodgers is only thirteen on the year, right? And then um, well, See, Russell Wilson. Is, yeah. Okay, before we go, I, I don't want to shoot past Aaron Rodgers because I think this yeah. is a very interesting one because with Jalen Hurts, I think there is a real argument to be made that. Aaron Rodgers is going to be, you look at his numbers and you're kind of like, okay, he hasn't been nearly as good, especially in a, a package deal. If you're like Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. and this guy and say, well, you're getting a better QB and I'll get a better like running back or wide receiver mm-hmm. and like try to go that kind of route. But if you look at Aaron Rodgers and what he's been able to do, really, if it wasn't for week one where well, he was just yeah. abysmal, his numbers would be right he's- up there. He'd be number eight. He's number eight weeks two through six. He's number eight in week two through yeah. six. He's only two spots behind Jalen Hurts. He's he has one and a half points per game less than Jalen Hurts over that stretch. I would if you get somebody that's what is in love with Jalen Hurts and you could turn around, you could trade Jalen Hurts to get Aaron Rodgers and something. That's a win in my book. I don't even care oh, what the something I think, is. I think it's a huge one. I think Aaron Rodgers yep. will probably end up better than Jalen Hurts, and I'm not saying by a lot, but better than him uh, through the last part of the year. Yep. And I, you know, and I think that would be big. And especially if you can get something else out of it, or yep. you just don't have to worry that Hurts might have a downturn. Cause as much as we promoted him and like him, you, yep. there are warning signs, right? Yeah, for sure. And then, um, so Russell Wilson obviously missed a game. So he's down at 20, but in points per game, he would have been 11th or uh, 12th on the year as quarterback in, in points per game. So Russell Wilson is another one I'd probably try to go target if somebody's like really, really yeah. hurting and needs a quarterback badly. I well, just, and you can, you have the, you have the opportunity to hold them. I'd do it. That's such a, uh, such a good point. The question here is because he's probably going to be out for at least another couple of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Minimum three, of maybe? two more minimum, 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 what? minimum of two, but you know, we'll yeah, see up to four or five, yeah. maybe. I mean, yeah. really depending on how that finger heals, what are you willing to give up for him right now? Because right now you can, push that that pressure point right mm-hmm. especially a lot of the guys that, that he tried to like um, i'm in the same boat you try to stream henneke didn't do very well mm-hmm. daniel jones has really been you know terrible after his concussion you're you're kind of floundering at the moment of who can i stream and be good about um how much are you willing to give that well, person for wilson yeah so it depends so if they need a quarterback i mean you give them what any quarterback you can <laughs> any quarterback you have that's out right of the, outside the top thirteen. Uh, yeah, and if you if you have a, if you have another right, um, I, you you know that maybe you have like just two. Maybe you're streaming. I don't even care. I'd rather stream and hold and have Wilson come back in a couple of weeks. But then what do you? What kind of player do you have to th- throw out there to get him? I don't even know. Like, I can't imagine a huge. I can't imagine like a Michael Pittman, a, a Michael Pittman type, right. of, Like a position player. Maybe that's like the type I would trade and get Russell Wilson if I have this a, a ability to hold him. 
And then I just, I just go and stream. I don't know. I don't care. You know, I'll figure it out, <laughs> but, but all right, let's go. Let's look at running backs here. Half point PPR. This is insane to me. Derek Henry, number one, right? We all know this averaging 27 points a game in half point PPR. Number two is 19.2 points per game. He's scoring 7.8 points per game more than second place. And 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 he's not a guy that, in half point in PPR half, too. In he's half. getting penalized because he doesn't catch any balls really. In that standard, yeah. Amazing. In standard, he's he's yeah. Standard, he's 8.7 ahead. Yeah, it's crazy. He's number one. Yeah, obviously, he's he's amazing. God, and you look at the amount of receptions this guy has, and he's <laughs> week two. He did catch six balls, which is. Got to be yeah. like one of the most he's ever caught in his life. But yep. other than that, you either have three, two, or zero. Yep. So well, you do not get a whole lot out of that. It's pretty wild. He just, the amount of carries they've been able to give him is, I mean, yep. he's probably averaging, well, he probably isn't averaging 30, but it, it is, you know, it's in the high 20s. It's pretty right. crazy. Well, if quarterback was pretty straightforward, running back, I mean, starts straightforward. And it's kind of interesting after that. I mean, Austin Eckler's number two, which I, I'm saying I'm surprised at that, to be honest. Um, I, it's not like he's a bad player. I just didn't think he hasn't put it together like that before. And he really is number two. That's he's number two in standard too. It's not just half point PPR. He's number two in standard. He's that's really well. Cause he's not been overwhelming in the past game this year. Like he had been in the past and he's number two, right? Zeke is number three, putting together a good season after last year. He's just been solid. Does it feel, doesn't feel flashy at all. Right. But it's just solid. No, he's and number not three. Only, yeah. And not only, uh, because you look at his numbers and he has what? He has uh, five touchdowns rushing and you're yeah. kind of like, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. But if you look at what he's been able to produce on the ground other than week one, he's been very, very solid mm-hmm. once again this year and especially with an offense that can clearly pass. So they've, they've been making the, you know, the clear effort to say we definitely have to continue a ground game. It makes you feel really yeah. good moving forward with Zeke. Um, and Tony Pollard's 19. So he's doing that with another, <laughs> another top 20 back. Jonathan Taylor's number four. He's, he's been looking really good lately. He seems to be coming into his own and becoming one of the top backs in the league. Not really terribly surprising to see a second year back start doing that. You know, I mean, we, we had him ranked top 10 Najee Harris, number five, you know, we knew he was going to get all the volume, I guess that with injuries and stuff, he's moved his way up. And again, I don't think I'm surprised at this. You knew it was going to be all Najee Harris and he's done the job. He play, he's played well. So just solid for Najee. Aaron Jones is number six. Again, that's pretty normal. Yep. Number seven is James Robinson. Gotta love it. After two weeks of Urban Meyer, not yeah. like, you know, his plan failing completely, that he's gone back to giving this guy at least 15 touches a game. Yep. And James Robinson, man, we can hate on him all we want. And we did really hard in the beginning yeah. of uh, in the preseason, especially when ETN was there. But yeah. Man, I, I will give him this. Uh, when man make you know make hay when 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 the sun shines, this guy does. He takes complete advantage of an opportunity given to the guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I I can't. I mean, I can't praise the guy enough. He's he's been doing great. I I kind of he turned me around. Like I'm rooting for him, even though I think right. ETN will come back next year and really cut into him. But um, I mean, it felt like you know. It felt like no one really wanted him. Urban Meyer didn't really want him. Mm-hmm. And eventually he still just sat around and worked and worked and worked and grinded it out. So good for James Robinson. Um, Kareem Hunt's currently eighth. There's some guys with buys that are I'll talk about in a minute because their points per game are higher. But Kareem Hunt was sitting at eight. DeAndre Swift at nine. 
Solid there. Cordero Patterson, number 10. So Cordero Patterson is number 10, but he's missed a game because of the bye. Cordero Patterson in points per game is number three. Yeah, no, that's, that has got to be the most surprising one out of anyone. And yes. I mean, I, there's I just say, nothing to say. It is, it is just yeah. 100% shocking. I will, I will give you, I will give you uh, a little bit of credit here because we're always looking for spots where people can emerge, right? Mm-hmm. And you got the team right where you were looking at Atlanta and you were saying, okay, I, I don't believe in Mike Davis. But Someone's hey, going to break out, this right? This young guy. Um, and then he gets cut and you're like, okay, whatever. He may be the next guy. Like someone has to come out of it. And, you know, Cordero, who has been around the block, has been a wide receiver. He's the guy that ends up doing it, and he's doing it both through the air and on the ground. Uh, once again, you, that's a feel-good story on, on Cordell Patterson, finally finding a place where they can use his talents uh, correctly. But, man, it was one of those where it's like you see the spot where yeah, someone can just emerge. couldn't get the guy right. Yeah, couldn't get the guy. And why would we, though? He's always yeah. been like a wide receiver first. So yeah. Mike Davis is 37th on the year. 37th. Uh, yeah, you well, you were right on that. That's for so, sure. um, so if you go look at some guys that be on the top ten though in points per game, so Daryl Henderson is actually averaging seventeen points per game in um, in half PPR. So if you throw if you throw Patterson up there and then you throw Henderson up there, Henderson puts himself in let's see seventh place actually in points per game. Henderson, Henderson. Has, he's been wonderful. He really has, yep. Yep, and that's, even with getting Sony Michelle, Nick Chubb, um, well, he's he, he's yeah. down there because they missed a game, but in points per game he would be about eighth. Yeah, he's, so, he's a beast, and, and and he does him and Hunt both do that. Yep. You can play them both when they're healthy. That that team is crazy. And then the only other one is Alvin Kamara, who would be about tenth in points per game, which yeah, it's not as good as you want. But again, it's probably we were worried about the offense, right? And that's not surpri- surprising in that way. So he's still well, yeah. good. Yeah, and that last game, he's 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 done a little bit better than I thought he would of to this point. I never thought he was going to completely fall off, but I was afraid he was going to follow the top ten. We'll see what happens with the rest of the year. But, you know, that last yep. game he had was really impressive. So maybe that will continue. All right. Let's look at wide receivers here. Cooper Cup leading the way. 21.6 points per game and half point PPR. Playing great. Number one wide receiver. Did not okay. see it coming. Did say, not see it coming. I, honestly, I know you're going to name all these guys off. But really, and there will be a handful of guys where you're like, sure. But wide receiver has been the most interesting one. It is. Because after we name the top five, which you're about to do, we'll talk about <laughs> who did you actually think was going to be in here. There's one name. That's it. It's pretty crazy. So, yeah, Cup number one. Tyreek number two. No surprise there. Mike Williams number three. Big surprise there. Huge, huge Can't surprise. Can't believe it finally came together in year five. This is with a this is with a bad week last week. He didn't do anything last week. He has, he has two weeks where he he scored, and this is probably standard, but less than three points. Yeah. And he's and still at number three. Number three. My, I did not see a breakout happen in finally in year five. It just That's a long time to wait, right? I guess what? Devontae Parker did it, but not to this extent. He had like a yeah, mini breakout. I think yeah. he kind of, I think it's very similar because I think both guys were on contract years too, yeah. if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. Yeah. And um, it just, it was year five, I guess maybe it, you know, sometimes people take longer to develop, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah. Devonte Adams, number four, no surprise there, but Jamar chase number five. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't see the rookie getting up here and be a top five. Like that is surprising to me. Um, he's been oh, yeah. that's, really that's good surprise to everyone. No one, Let's be honest. No one really thought that in the first half of the year you were gonna he was gonna be a top ten guy. They were like, okay, I'm gonna no. take the the shot at the athleticism. But even in preseason, he looked not good. 
So the fact that he's been able to put up, like, I don't know, as far as rookies go, uh, like possibly record-breaking numbers is yeah. unbelievable. Yep. Um, then number six, Marquise Brown. He was such an afterthought for me. Like, I don't think, did we talk about Marquise Brown leading up to the season, like, at all? We probably didn't. No. Uh, we, I mean, well, we, we didn't even was- mention his name once. We thought he was, and I'm not saying he's not this guy, but but we thought that he was a one trick pony. You know, yeah. you're unbelievably fast. Throw him down the the line, and then if Lamar is not going to run, he he'll bomb it with that giant arm he has. Um, but man, they have found a way to get him the ball, get him a lot more mm-hmm. targets, and because of that, he's you know ended up with five touchdowns in seven games or six games. I'm sorry, um, man. He he has been unbelievably good i I gotta take my head off to him number number seven in half point ppr is debo samuel but in points per game he's number three i don't what do you so this this is the most confusing well he was he was definitely looked at as what i would say a second option to to brandon auk right going into the season i think brandon auk was the more interesting player we thought and a lot of it was because of injury and the things that transpired yeah, over the last Debo's couple just, years. Debo was a big, he was kind of like the the rising star there for a moment. Yeah, he's just the involved. Is, he was, wasn't he hurt a few times? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot but of injuries. He's just, they're looking to get him the ball. That's, he's involved in the offense. They're getting him the ball. They use him in different ways. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's great well, to see, but I don't, the, but I don't feel great about it. I'll be honest, going forward, I don't like feel comfortable with this. I agree because I think that he had two huge games and right now he has three touchdowns and I'm pretty sure I've watched two of them and both of like two out of the three were on complete broken plays where it went over for like, you know, 60 or more yards. And uh, then you have to worry about like, you know, how's Trey Lance going to be it. Ayuk was kind of injured. Kittle's been injured. The running game has been non-existent because everyone's been injured. Will that change? So he is one that even though he's been unbelievably good, and I don't know what you can get for him, but he'd be one that I would shop around a bit to say if, if anyone is willing to pay a, a fair price for him, I would be very willing to get rid of Debo, even though he's been unbelievable lately. Yeah, yeah, I'd still look to trade him. Yeah, if you could, I would try to get the top value for him because I just don't feel comfortable with it. Number eight, um, CD Lamb. A lot of that based off that big game last week, but CD Lamb is the he's the number one receiver on there. Amari Cooper's the number two. It's kind of playing out. How I thought it might. I think I ranked it that way and got some crap for it. But hey, CD Lamb's the guy there at this point. Amari Cooper's been inconsistent, and CD Lamb's going to get better and better. I think so. He's been good. Justin Jefferson's number nine. That's about perfect, right? <laughs> it's about yep. what you think. And DK Metcalf is number ten. I wish I would see a little bit more from DK, but now without Russ, it's going to be harder for a bit. But still, I haven't seen DK really break out like I'd like him to. And yeah, that's still top ten receiver. I just there's a little bit more there. But yeah. th- another guy that don't doesn't fall on the list because he missed one game is Antonio Brown, who is number 15. But if you go points per game, I think uh, Antonio Brown puts himself seventh in the year. Points per game, Antonio Brown, seventh receiver. That is pretty wild. Better I mean, than Evans, better than Godwin. Yeah, and as much as I loved to say that I told everyone to get him, I didn't expect him to be. <laughs> well, I thought this was like his, you know, I mean, yeah. this was kind of like, and assuming he's a top 10 guy because of, of you know, game average. Yep. It was one where you're like, this is his height. This is what he could do. But I really didn't think he was going to do it this quickly. And I don't, I mean, and once again, he might not finish in the top 10. There's a lot of miles to feed. It's a little, yep. 
you know, a little shaky there, but it's great to see him just immediately take off. Yep. Definitely. I, I would say the, the other one, um, a couple of guys I want to talk about that uh, have not been there yet that we thought were going to be there. And um, a couple of guys that have fallen off mm-hmm. one completely for vindication for me, because, you know, screw everyone that gave me such a hard time about Terry McLaurin. That was, yeah, but hey, he's, he'll looked, be there. Don't worry. He's going to get there. Maybe, maybe he will, but you, you were watching and I was like, you know, it's going to be up and down. He's a talented guy. And I know that he has Heineke, you know, Heineke and, and you're dealing with that whole situation to a QB, but really he's had two good games. And other than that, it's been very lackluster. Mm-hmm. What do you, I mean, honestly, what do you see moving forward? Am I, am I going to be right right now? He's 17th ranked. And if it continues on this, like he is, but he's only two, he's only a, a touchdown and 30 yards away from top 10. Think about that. That's how close it is. I mean, it's close, but he also hasn't had a buy yet. He's played yeah. every single game. Yep. He's had the first game. He actually only had four targets, but after that, 14, 7, 13, 11, 8. Well, he's had plenty of opportunity. I think it's going to be interesting when Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back, how it's going to play out. Cause I think Fitz, Heineke hasn't won mm-hmm. that job. Fitzpatrick's no. going to get the shot. So I'm, I'm very curious to see how it's going to play out with McLaurin, with, with Fitzpatrick and McLaurin there. I, I'm curious. But yeah, he, this is still an improvement from his 21. Like he's been in the like 20s. <laughs> Don't so do he's that. Improving. Everyone, I love that. Everyone was like touting that he's going to be a top 10 guy for yeah. sure. And I was like, yeah. I think he's going to be closer to 21. And now don't go back and be like, well, he's actually <laughs> better than he was. Don't don't give me that. Uh, um, the other one I do want to say is uh, Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Uh, right, I mean, I, he hasn't been, you know, not terrible, but no. obviously you got him as a top three wide receiver. So, what do you yeah. feel for him? Because let's be honest, the Bills have been scoring. So, is it him? Is it what is it? Some of it, um, I think, I think it's probably two things. There's been the emergence of a couple other guys. It's the emergence of Emmanuel Sanders. It's the emergence of Dawson Knox. <laughs> the reemergence. <laughs> the of reemergence Emmanuel of Sanders, yeah. Sanders there, <laughs> but the, the emergence of uh, um, Dawson Knox. It's taken away some of those catches that were just going to Stefan Diggs. The offense is good. They don't need to force feed him the ball. And that's part of it. He's going to have big games. He's going to get himself into the top 10 before this is all over. No doubt. I'm not worried about that part, but there's other guys to throw the ball to. That's all kind right. of where it's going with. And the, the final guy I want to talk about, he has such a hot start and we, I mean, he looked legit and Russell Wilson went down with a mm-hmm. finger injury. That's going to hurt him. Tyler Lockett. Um, yeah. Tyler Lockett all the, is all the heat is off of him, but how do you, how do you proceed with him? He is what we thought he was. Basically, you, oh, you really think that, or do you think that no. was part of it was? No, he's he um he fooled us those first couple. Chalk games. it up to he, he fooled us those first couple of games. He fooled us. He, he got us thinking this is what he is. The games were wild. I mean, the first game, 102 touchdowns, then 178 yards in the touchdown, yeah. and then 31, 24, 57, it, 35. The last two without Wilson, right? That well, you can kind of. He's gonna he's gonna have one of those again, but it's just I'm he's so inconsistent that it's hard for me. I don't, I, he's just inconsistent as can be. I don't, I don't love it. So, all right. So he, he fooled us. And then finally, uh, the last guy I do want to bring up because he's usually such a consistent player and he's still getting a lot of targets. Don't get me wrong. Um, but Keenan Allen, uh, you have Mm. other guys on that team, Mike Williams being one of them that has kind of passed him up. The targets are still there. And the last, the first three games were were solid. He's not a huge touchdown guy, but the first two games he had over 100 yards. Third game, 50 and a touchdown, and then 36, 75, 50. Not terrible numbers. And if you're in a PPR, half PPR, he's still making you happy for the most part. What do you see for him? And you're about to hit a bye too. But what do you see for him? Do you think 
that Mike Williams eventually might take a little bit of regression because he's just been on such a tear? Do you think that as long as you're in PPR, hold on to him? What do you what do you do with Keenan Allen right now? Because right now he's ranked as the 31st wide receiver in that's in standard. It's not half PPR. I'm sorry. Yeah. So with Keenan Allen, I I I think there could be a little regression with Mike Williams. So I'm I think this is the lowest point for Keenan Allen. He's going to go up a bit. I, I it's kind of this. I think you'll see Mike Williams drop a little. Keenan Allen go up a little. I don't think Keenan Allen will get to Mike Williams level, but I can see them kind of, you know, switching a little or not switching, but just kind of coming closer together in a way where Keenan Allen probably top 20, um, not maybe 27 where he's down now around there, but he, he can get back to the top 20, but um, that's about it for me. Probably about a top 20 receiver going forward. There you go. But, I don't really disagree with you, but all right. Tight end. We'll talk about quick couple tight ends. Quick Travis Kelsey's number one. No surprise. Mark Andrews is number two. Really? That's doesn't, that's not, you wouldn't have been surprised to hear about that. Also is, Let's be honest. It was all one game. Yep. He's, you know, he has three games that make you happy. That one, you know, 147 yards and two right. touchdowns. It is crazy that he is only a couple point. And once again, standard, I don't know if you have half point PPR, how, how different they are, but he's like two points less than Kelsey, but mm-hmm. Kelsey would be the clear guy that you would want. Dawson Knox, number three. Now this was a kind of an out of nowhere, not an out of nowhere name. Like we've heard the name, but we just didn't expect it, but a tight end that happens at time to time. So just, I think it's going to continue though. I don't see why it's not. If they keep, I mean, if they keep throwing touchdowns, unless those touchdowns start going to digs or something, because he is very, I mean, he's not touchdown dependent because it's tight end. Like you right. really love to see it, but the fact that he's been able to get uh, what he has five touchdowns in six games, he's been on a tear. Uh, and really yeah. he only has in one, like he has one game that he won over 50 yards. So it's, it really is a lot of touchdowns. Uh, I'm kind of with you. I, I do kind of strangely believe in him because I believe in the offense and I don't believe in any other tight end for the most part. You're not getting yep. Kelsey for him. You're not going to, I mean, who else would you go and get? So yeah, you just you roll. I, I guess that would be the only question is once we get through there is like, do you end up trading him for, uh, like multiple pieces, like a Waller and maybe someone else you can use or Hawkinson and someone else you can use. Do you go out and do that? Or you just roll with the, this guy has so much touchdown potential. I think you just roll with him, honestly, with that offense. Just get a piece of that offense. I think you'd feel good about it at tight end. Dalton Schultz is four. I don't feel as good about Dalton Schultz, I guess, as I do Knox, maybe because um, Michael Gallup is going to come back, so there's going to be another guy there to catch passes, and there's just a lot of good pass catchers. I feel like this could be more fluky, but it's still it's tight end. So, you know, if, you, if you've picked him up and that's who you end up with, you probably just roll with it, right? Same thing. You're not going to get anything from Dalton Schultz trade-wise. No. They, yeah, I agree with you. So you just roll just, with it. Just yeah. be thankful he's doing so well right now. Right. Uh, Darren Waller's number five, really based off the number one week number one. That's really what that is based off of. Because if you go weeks, take away week number one, and uh, Darren Waller is still up there, but he's uh, points per game-wise, he would be, let's see here, uh, 10th. So he's not, you know, he's still a top 10 because tight ends what it is, but he's not, you know, 10 is not where you would have wanted to see Darren Waller, but you know, five overall with week one. So that's, that's fine, but it's just it. two through six has been poor. It just hasn't been good. So we'll see. TJ Hawkinson's number six. Again, this shows tight end and how weak it can be where a guy doesn't feel like he's really performing very well, but he's still a top 10 player. So I don't feel great about that one. I still, you know, again, you're probably rolling with that's the thing, but I've seen a lot of people with Hawkinson and, and Dawson Knox. You can easily have both of those guys. Are you going to go with Dawson Knox over Hawkinson? 
Um, yeah, I'd probably go for the touchdown upside. Yeah. Lions just aren't going to be able to throw enough touchdowns. So right. I would rather have Knox. But at that point, too, if anyone is desperate and they're willing to give me something that I can use, I, I don't think yeah. I really care. And they'll probably want Knox more. So I don't really care which one I would be playing at True. that point. I don't think there's a huge advantage. Yep. So no, I would with uh, Knox, but I would trade one of them possibly. Number seven is Noah Fant. Kind of a quiet number seven, but that's what yeah, tight end does to you. Kind of come out of nowhere. Yeah. That's or, tight, yeah, just I mean, like, but it's no surprise that no offense seventh. It's just kind yeah. of what it is. I shouldn't say coming out of nowhere, but <laughs> yeah. you never hear about the guy. No. You never hear about Denver in general. <laughs> Mike Gesicki's number eight. Yeah, he's been better lately too. So I think this can go yeah. up. Hunter Henry's number nine off some touchdowns. He's he's very touchdown dependent. I feel like so Hunter Henry's number nine and Rob Gronkowski despite only playing three out of six games is number 10 points per game, 16.8. That would be number one on the year. Yeah. Four, four touchdowns in three games. Yeah. Uh, that could have kept up anyway, but uh, yeah. that once again, we're, I mean, how many guys have we talked about touchdown potential? He's yeah. definitely that guy. If you, um, um, out of those guys, you take Travis Kelsey out of it. Um, if you had yep. to pick one of those 10 guys to have for the rest of the year and assume they're going to be healthy, hmm. who would, who would it be? <laughs> That's a crazy thing. Kelsey's the only one you like love here, right? After oh, that, yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, it, even though it, um, it seems easy, but I would go with number two, Mark Andrews, because I just like to see what I've, 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 what I, I've, I've liked what yeah. I've seen the last couple of weeks. But I okay, take away Andrews. Take out, let's take, take away Andrews. Andrews too, yeah. And honestly, I'll probably go number three, Dawson Knox. <laughs> Okay, we're just gonna go down the line. Okay. No, <laughs> honestly, I like that offense. But okay, other than I'd probably honestly just still feel more comfortable with Darren Waller. I feel like he is okay. still that talented, and I don't think we've seen what he can do lately. But Darren Waller is probably actually my. I feel most comfortable with Darren Waller out of that group. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. Here, oh, then I'll say Kyle Pitts is eleventh. Um, because yeah. he missed a game. He he would be about ninth in point eighth or ninth in points per game, and he's but he's he came on last game. I think you're going to see Cal well, Pitts yeah, jump and, up. And, yeah, and I want to I want to clarify that for anyone listening. He hasn't missed a game. No, yeah, they, they had just had week. their bye week. Yep. And right now, it. No, I mean, I would love to trade and get him because I feel like mm-hmm. he has a lot of upside for a tight end, which is not very usual, especially in this batch of people. Um, I mean, more more than likely, people are if they have him, they aren't going to want to trade him right now. But if for whatever reason they're kind of like one game, he's been really good, and then you have the bye. Maybe I would, I would throw an offer for him. I think he's interesting. Is there anyone else? There's another one, George Kittle, right? So um, he was on, he's on IR right now. He's played four games and he just hasn't been all that good. Um, no, but he's already gone through his bye week as well during his IR stint. How, I mean, Beaser, how, how much would you be willing to give up for Kittle? If you're thinking, you know, I can't get one of the top three guys. I actually feel good about our top four. Kittle is, you know, he's a possible because that team probably paid quite a bit for him and, and they've got nothing. What are you willing to actually give up for him? How, how confident are you that he can be a top five tight end moving when he, when he gets healthy? I feel pretty good about it. I, I know he wasn't playing great, but I still think it's George Kittle. He's going to become something here. I mean, the only guys, honestly, I probably wouldn't trade for him. I mean, it depends on what you need and when he's going when he's going to come back, but how much you actually like, I don't know need a type like what you might be able to stream, but I wouldn't trade obviously Kelsey and Andrews and Waller. And I'm probably, I'm not trading Knox. Yeah. So probably not trading. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'd start to think about it with Hawkinson. <laughs> if you had somebody else to use, 
if you have two guys, if you had two guys, I would probably trade the, if the, a second one for for Kittle. Um, yeah, and you could get him right now because he's on yeah. IR and people are going to be desperate yeah. if you have him. Yeah, I wouldn't feel the same about trading for Gronk because I feel like that was a very very fluky beginning. <laughs> without, so. doubt, without doubt, I don't so. think he has a very high cap for yardage. No, no, I he think doesn't. I think it can be so will, much touchdown dependent. Yeah, and I think he has a he has a real possibility of. I mean, not saying two a game, but I think yep. he every other game he has a real possibility of doing that. Yep. Which is pretty crazy, which is going to obviously eventually hurt one of the wide receivers. Right. We'll see which one it is. <laughs> but yeah. And All I right. What, um, is there anyone else that we should talk about uh, as far as tight end? Honestly, not really. They're not really. really. Goddard, we, well, it'd be interesting to see what Goddard does without Ertz. That's going to be a very interesting um, thing. Because even with right now, Goddard with points per game, he'd still be yeah, like 12th or so right now, which is still. For, it seems like he hasn't done much and he's still up there as almost like a tight end yeah. one. So it'd be very curious to see how he plays um, without Ertz. That's when something we just don't know yet. But yeah, they're net. There's just not a lot of uh, fantasy relevant players around there. And yeah, then Ertz I too. To I say Ertz too. Be interesting to see what Ertz does with, with Arizona. Yeah, because I'm looking at it too and I'm like, how much? How many touchdowns has Jalen Hurts actually thrown uh, this year? And right now he's at, was he at? I think eight. Yeah, he's at eight touchdowns thrown. Three were in the first game against Atlanta. Um, so, I mean, yeah. if you're talking about touchdown upside, as much as I love Goddard, it is not going in the right direction for for my prediction. But he could easily – and that's the weird thing too. Any of these guys, yep. if we're like from here on out, they can they can still easily jump into the top five if they just have a tear for like three games. Oh, yeah, that's all they need. With, we, we saw it with Tanyan last year, right? Yep. He literally had like three games and then he was a name this year still. Because yep. people are like, it's possible. So you, you can't give up on anyone, but you I would definitely ride the hot hand if you can right. if you can find a guy. And and uh, the other guy, Ertz on Cardinals. You know, interesting. Yeah, Max Williams got injured. He's in the IR. They're gonna mm-hmm. need someone. Not saying that he's gonna be a top 10 guy, but he'll catch a touchdown or two here and there eventually. Right. So definitely. All right, there we go. That'll do it for today. We'll be back, talk to you guys, and then next week, maybe I don't know, we'll the, the Thursday episode, we always try to find something interesting. Maybe we'll talk more and more just about all the disappointments even of the year. We talked a little bit about them today, but there's some more out there that we didn't even get to. So that'll be interesting. We'll be halfway through next next week already, which is crazy. After next week, we're halfway through the fantasy season, Jeff. At least through the right fantasy regular season. It's coming up quick. But all right, I'll do it. Talk to you guys next time.